Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... Were you surprised about the whole kind of the genre bending, right? Where it's kind of... It's a black thing. Jordan Peele, writer, director. And I, I think there's no... I mean, The Ranch having Daniel Clear and Kiki Palmer. I know for me... There was a part in the film where he thought he saw aliens in the barn and he was like, nope, that's the, that's the, that's the most visceral like reaction that I would have. That's the same words I would say as I run away. I like most, in most films, most likely films you see white people and something happens and they're like, ooh, what's going on there? Let me go and investigate and they go closer to it. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Most horror films, if it was just black people, it would last five minutes because we're saying nope and we're running. Film, film over. <laughs> All right, we're on, and we um, on. this is. I'm back again yeah, into the segment. Se- by the way, by the way, it's you were and- overload. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last week, so last week's show. If people, um, it was a great show. By the way, I was listening to it uh, whilst I was recovering from uh, COVID. Actually, this oh is, my I've just gosh, got, man, it was just. How are you, mad. man? How are you? I'm I'm better hundred well not hundred percent but I'm better I'm obviously okay. I've, like you know I've tested uh, negative and everything uh, mm. what I hope I have but um, it was just mad like seriously the whole COVID thing and like you know you just think to yourself oh yeah you know you're not gonna get it you're mm. not gonna get it no you're gonna bloody get it at some point yeah man. so it was my turn it was like the tables were turned so yeah so thanks Emmanuel and Deval for for doing the show and everything that's all great it was a brilliant show if you didn't hear it go check it out Deval and Emmanuel they reviewed Daywatch which uh, is the new Jamie oh sorry sorry yeah Day Shift yeah <laughs> yeah on uh, it's a new vampire movie on um on Netflix so go check that one out but listen folks today we're doing episode 203 we've got a big movie that mm-hmm. we want to be speaking about this new sci-fi movie from director Jordan Peele we're going to get into that so stick around for that one and uh yeah let's do the show Devaldo. so let's do some yep. shout out so who are we shouting out yes yeah, so the first shout out goes to it goes to well this is from YouTube actually and um, we mm. always say to you you know get out get in touch with us on all our uh, social platforms Instagram YouTube Twitter and Facebook. And this one is M.Worthy. So is he worthy? Do you reckon he can lift the hammer, the force? The, well, you've got, the, you've got the, the, the hammer on your shirt. Could he lift you? Okay, you know what? This guy, I'm telling you, from the conversations that we've been having, this guy yeah. is like, he knows his stuff. He knows right? so his M, shit, man. M.Worthy. He was coming, because listen, it came about with the whole uh, Prey review. Prey, you know, we kind yeah. of spoke about Prey and we, you know, the whole Predator mythology and everything like that. So this guy, M.Worthy, he was like, you know, um, you know, great story and everything. And like, you know, there's another kind of story within that set in the comanche uh yeah. kind of like 1800s time i think he said yeah because in the comics in the comics and other uh, media uh iterations the predator the the, the the law goes on for a long time there's lots there's lots of different species i wish i can share some of the videos that i've seen of the different species of predator there's all kinds of breeds there's interfighting there was a female human female that was such a good fighter that they took her on well, she forced her way into the predator ranks and she lived among them for years, fighting, Imagine proving that. herself. And you know, in Alien versus Predator, that's why I appreciate that film a lot more now. Yeah, I learned yeah. in the comics that when a human or someone, 
actually does a certain thing and they, you know, they, they rank up, they get them just like you did. They get the marking of, you know, of the respect to show that they are a predator. And that happened in Alien versus Predator. I didn't understand it then, but now I understand Because at the it. end he goes, he marks her, doesn't he? <clears throat> exactly. And that's why she's able to run with the Predator and, and the Predator, you know, rolls with her. Do you know what? Predator, hmm, some of the films ain't done it justice. Someone needs to do real justice to the, to the Predator franchise. But that's what M. Worthy, I yeah. know someone like that person, they know what they're talking about. And maybe mm. we should talk to them more about, you know, more Predator stuff. But we're rambling on now. Let's let's you know, move on. But yeah, yeah M. So Worthy, thank you for shout for, for the for the for the comments and big shout out to you. Brilliant. All right, let's get on to movie news. Now, um I'm I, I can't remember Devout if we spoke about this on the show. Um, but it's kind of like a bit surprising about this. But Beverly Hills Cop Four is happening. Mm. And um let me just get this straight. This is Eddie Murphy Beverly Hills Cop that he's yep. actually coming back and he's going to be reprising the role of Axel Foley. And to me, I'm like, this is big news, man, because this is one of his biggest movies. Like yeah. he's, he's really well known for Beverly Hills and obviously he's, he's well known for kind of like come to America and everything, but this is a big one for him. Massive one. And this is the fourth film. Uh, I think Eddie Murphy has a sort of deal. I think this, this is coming onto Netflix, isn't it? Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a nil, a, a nil. He's got a deal <laughs> with, <laughs> with Netflix. Uh, he, he bought out, what, what the film? he bought out a couple of films, isn't it? He bought out, uh, Do you remember, um, Dolmite is my name. Dolomite is, Dolomite is my name. Uh, and you know, he's, I think Netflix, just like Jamie Foxx, they've got deals with Netflix where they're able to bring out these movies straight onto the, onto the streaming platform. They get that do way me. They, they've got that captivated audience. And they know it's going to be, I think there's less risk when it comes to the box office, you know, the way box office works compared, compared to streaming. But uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I've got little hope. I'm going, to, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I've got little hope for this. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's going to be, a, if it's going to be better than what we've seen before. But if they can pull off a Maverick, a Top Gun Maverick, then oh, I could be totally wrong, which I hope yeah. I am. I hope I'm wrong. So let's see what yeah, happens with absolutely. that one. Absolutely. We'll see what happens with that one. But yeah, man, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy's going to be back as yeah. Axel Foley. So we'll, we'll watch out for that one. Now let's do this. Just obviously, started filming. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to this next one. Now, listen, Johnny Depp, obviously he was in the news, like, you know, for the, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, he was in the news, like every single day we were speaking about it on this show. You know, you could watch his case with Amber Heard and everything. So the big thing with that was whether or not if he was going to be found guilty, what happens to his career, basically down the sink. It so happened, it so transpired that, you know, he was found not guilty. Uh, yeah. He was actually awarded um, money by the end of it. Yeah. And now, Deval, this is going to kickstart his whole career again. So what's going on? Are we going to be seeing any more big movies soon? Well, the talk is that there's been a big, big petition, massive following, massive support for Johnny Depp to now be cast in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, I mean, four mm. six. <laughs> six, six, <laughs> losing count, six, you know, or if you're from New Zealand, six, <laughs> 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 you know, so uh, yeah, so they want him back, uh, there, there, there was obviously talk of him, uh, had, you know, he was, I think they were, the thing is, they were, no, did I say they, Disney and so on, they were talking about casting him before this happened. And one of his big arguments was that because of this case that happened and what Amber Heard said about him, Disney reversed their decision. Yeah. Because there was so nothing he, he really... lost out. Yeah, and because there was nothing really, I guess, secure in paper, contracts hadn't been signed. It was hard to really, 
you know, argue a case of, you know, loss of earnings if it wasn't, if a contract wasn't set in stone, but people know they wanted him back in that mm. role. So yeah, it's the, the long and short is that there's a massive petition, massive following on there, massive support, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are saying, get this guy back as Captain Jack Sparrow because no one else can play him like Johnny mm. Depp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's got kind of like the momentum now and like, you know, yeah. this whole thing. So we'll see what happens over there. I mean, I'm not too keen on the whole Pirates of the Caribbean, but... I've know, lost count. It's just, you, yeah. It's just, come on, man. Oh, by the way, listen, um, I can't remember if it was you or Emmanuel who someone said where they... What, did Did you watch uh, the uh, the those Dumbledore movies? The You know, those Fantastic no, no, Beast no, no, no. ones? I've seen, I've seen one of them, uh, the one that Johnny Depp was in. And it, for the first 20 minutes or so, it was good, but I just lost interest after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was on. It was on TV. So I was like, you know, whilst I was at home and everything, I was just like, let me just catch a bit of it. And you know what, man? I couldn't make heads or tails of the whole thing. But he was in this whole Fantastic Beast thing. Mm. And he, he was yeah. in parts one and two. But okay. then he wasn't in part three. Okay. So, mm. you know, you he go. lost out on that one. All right, listen. Uh, Amandla, Amandla Stenberg. Um Tell me about this, because this sounds interesting, Deval. What's going on here? This is the film uh, that you mentioned, actually, a couple of weeks ago. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yes, so Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a movie coming out. I think it's an A24 movie, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's a horror comedy kind of movie. Uh, it stars Amandla, not to be confused with Amanda, but Amandla Denberg, who we've seen in The Hate You Give, which is a really powerful movie about... Uh, yeah, I guess uh, America, politics, uh, Race. police, police violence, uh, and stuff like that. She was in the Hunger Games. She's been in a few stuff, but yeah. So Amanda, so I just said it, you know, Amanda <laughs> Stenberg <laughs> is in this movie, uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And uh, basically some critics have seen it. And one critic came out and wrote that uh, this movie is, you know, it's, this, this, and this, and that, but it's basically an hour and a half of Amanda Stenberg's cleavage. Damn. And yeah, the, 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 the critic kind of, you know, said the movie was just not really anything serious. It's just about, you know, cleavage and, you know, hot people running around. And Amanda Stenberg lashed back on social media to this critic specifically and just cussed back saying, you know, uh, what you like, who you, who, what you're talking about. Mm. Uh, all you're going to do is talk about my cleavage. It just goes to show what kind of person you are. Uh, and it's just, uh, we're in a day and age now. I mean, I think the, the, really the, the reason why I put this on here is because we're in this day and age of, I think, you know, artists and people in the public eye, you know, with these social media platforms, they have got a voice. If they don't like something they hear, and a lot of people, you know, read and watch social media, yeah, they will lash back. So we live in an age now where we, as the Flicksters, who knows if we maybe... <laughs> A year or two's time when we actually do blow up, you know, <laughs> something People that we've are said. Gonna get, hunt us down and they'll be like, you know, seriously, they're going to find something yeah. that we've said. But um, no, it's, it's so true though. But it's like this, like, you know, they obviously, obviously the, you know, actors and everything, they have like huge fan following. So they mm. will get a lot of people behind them to kind of rally behind their cause and everything. So um, we've seen it happen, man. You can yeah, get cancelled, yep. you know. Get cancelled just this, like that. This guy, this, um, you know, this critic, you know, who knows, probably his career's over. It was another now. lady as well. It was another oh, lady. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a late lady to lady. So, 
it wasn't a man saying it, it was a lady so you know <laughs> oh man but, uh, and that, see, it cuts even worse um mm. all right listen look, i want to speak about this right so yep. you mentioned jamie fox before devaldo and about obviously streaming and you know he's done obviously day watch you know he's got he's done this kind of deal where check this out i didn't even know about this jamie fox is a direct film directorial debut was actually made in 2016 devaldo oh yeah did you know about this what was it called? The, the Fantastic Mr. Fox with George Clooney? Or was that before? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This was... This is... I can't believe this. So I didn't even know about this. So this is a movie called All-Star Weekend. It okay. was made in 2016. Mm. And check this cast list. Robert Downey Jr., Benicia Del Toro, Gerard what? Butler, what? and Ava Longoria. What? Yes. Jeremy well, Piven. I've not heard of that film. Exactly, mate. All-Star Weekend was made in 2016. It was supposed to be released in 2018. But now what happened was he was being interviewed about Daywatch and Mm. they asked him questions about this movie. And um, this is what you had to say. It's been tough with the lay of the land when it comes to comedy. So when he was asked when fans might be able to see All-Star Weekend, he said, we're trying to break open the sensitive corners where people go back to laughing again. We hope to keep them uh, laughing and run them right into All-Star Weekend because we were definitely going for it. You know what's happened? They made a movie back in 2016. When where, you could get away with certain things where, and now you can't. Oh my gosh. Mate, he's turned around and said the movie's been shelved. It won- And it stems on Robert Downey Jr.'s role. Apparently, he, and this goes back to him, remember Tropic Thunder? Tropic, where he, Tropic uh, Thunder. Blackface, yeah, he, he was a black guy black-faced. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in this movie, apparently he he does it, but he plays a Mex- he plays a Mexican guy. Is it? Yeah, it's not happening. Oh. Today's day and age, you can't. It's like it's just not happening. It's just not going to happen. Man, because that would just cause that would cause too much. It's a different. Yeah, you, he's right. It's a di- different sensitivity now. It's Can not going to happen. Believe it. Can you? The film might it? be good. It might be a great film, but it's just not going to happen. Mm-mm. Yeah. So he was, uh, Jamie Foxx was being interviewed like on the Joe Rogan and he was like, he defended uh, casting mm. Downey uh, as a, uh, Robert Downey Jr. as a Mexican man. And he says, you got to watch it in context mm. and you got to kind of mm. like, you know, see the movie and see the comedy yeah, for yeah. what it is. But here's the other thing. Jer- the movie stars Jeremy Piven, and I didn't know this, but he got caught in some sex scandal where some mm. sexual abuse. So in all corners, Jamie Foxx, man, he's like, what does he do with this movie? This is directorial oh, debut. Gutted for him, man. Gutted for him. At some point, it's got to come out, man. At some point, that movie's got to come mm. out. All right, so listen, let's end on movie news, folks. Check this out. So Deval, one of our favorite movies of all time, and obviously one of our favorite Marvel movies, yep. Avengers Infinity War. Obviously, this big, huge money-making blockbuster great movie check this out it's just been surpassed by top gun as the sixth highest grossing movie of all time so it just be top gun just be infinity war man this is mad serious so um top gun maverick now sits behind black panthers 700 million and uh it's overtaken avengers Infinity War. It's still got a ways to go for Event Endgame, though. Eight hundred and fifty-eight yeah. million. Oh my gosh! But is this Avatar? Oh, is this domestic, or are you talking about worldwide? 
this is domestic. Oh, okay, 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 okay. US, okay, 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 okay. yeah. This is domestic. So, yeah. I mean, the, the signs That's really good. Are, that's good. That is, that's good, though. Is, isn't that amazing? I good. mean, it's a shame, obviously, because of obviously Infinity War, because to me, that is just like, you know, an, yeah, a, such yeah. a fantastic movie. But um, the fact that Top Gun, a, a movie based on prior IP, has just like swooped up, man. Tom Cruise mm. must be smacking his lips, man. Mate, do you know what? The film came out in May and it's still out now in the cinema here yeah. in the UK. That tells it. you everything. So yeah, he's. Do you know what? The film's done well. No one, everyone that I've spoken to that's seen it has said they liked it. No one said it's rubbish. So mm. if you ain't seen mm. Top Gun Maverick, go watch it now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and listen, sorry, I, I just want to quickly hijack this one, like one minute. Have you got your um? Have you got your remote control handy? Yeah. Right. Can you quickly go over to your Disney Plus? Okay. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quickly, oh, just do this. This. Is, this is this is this is live live. Uh, this is. Uh, this, you know, uh, I want people to happening right here. Yeah. Doing now it right I now. I want you to type in when you go into Disney Plus. I want you to type in Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Don't tell me it's gone. Oh my gosh. Why is it not muting? I don't want sound. Okay, there we are. <laughs> oh, maybe it's going to take more than a minute. Are you serious? Don't say that. Okay, let me see. You know what? The bastards, they silently took it away. Why? Because you know what they're doing? They're re-releasing what? it in cinema. Oh, because it's, it's coming close to Avatar December. 2. Uh, Avatar, yeah, Avatar 2 coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it's not here. I can see. It's not. They silently ah. took the bastard away uh, and what they're doing is so if you want to watch it because i was thinking oh when december comes i'm going to watch avatar again like i'll mm. put it on disney plus no they took it away so they're forcing people to go out and watch it and yeah, remember it, yeah. it was the it's the highest movie of all is highest grossing movie of all yeah, time right it was yeah no yeah. no i think end hold on yeah it's the, yeah it's right now because it was re-released it's literally just it's, it's so close avatar is 2.8 billion. Avengers Endgame is 2.7 billion. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's really close, so yeah. It's close, it's close, it's close. So yeah. <clears throat> so folks, um, no Avatar until after December probably. All right, mm. let's do new on streaming. Now, Deval, we've been waiting uh, for this for quite a while. And um, yep. She-Hulk is finally upon us. Yeah. That beast of a character She's made it onto screens and the first episode dropped on, was it Wednesday or Thursday? I can't even remember yeah, Thursday 18th. Thursday the 18th. So yep. this is She-Hulk, uh, attorney at law, uh, starring Tatiana Maslany, Bruce Banner. Uh, yep. And that's basically the first episode is mainly those two, right? Yeah, mainly, yeah, that's right. It's mainly those two. And, you know, thank they, they do this thing, obviously, where in the first episode, they give kind of like a backstory to how she mm. gets her powers and, you know, we go through all of that whole thing and, um, you know, some funny kind of like moments with Bruce and, you know, all, all this stuff going on. So I, you know what? I actually watched it twice Devel. I actually was oh, like, okay. I watched the whole thing and I was okay. like, it whizzed. I, the, for me, it felt really breezy, really breezy. It was just like whizzed through it. I was like, no, no, let me go back and watch it. Cause there was a couple of things mm. that I didn't kind of get. And you know what? I didn't, I thought it was an, I thought it was okay. I thought it was fine. I thought it was decent. Like, you know, it was a, a great introduction to the character. We find out how she gets her powers, how the Hulk features in the whole thing, mm. how they're related. 
And um, yeah, you know, um, I re- was really interest- interested in seeing the CGI. Did mm. they mess up? And I can't, I don't know. Did they do some, did they do some touch-ups or something? They, 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 they said to have improved it. I didn't really see anything majorly wrong with it, to be honest. Yeah. It just, you know, I didn't see any issues with it. Uh, but I'm a bit like you, like I enjoyed it. I've only seen it once so far. I enjoyed mm. it. But my expectations with the Marvel shows now has, has gone low. So now I'm able to enjoy it without having to want yeah. too much. It's a comedy, not taking itself too seriously. She breaks the fourth wall from like the get go. And I was like, whoa, that, that, that pleasantly surprised me. I was like, okay, mm. this is where we're at. So there's a few things in there that I think are maybe leading to other things, possibly. Some people yeah. are saying that, the, you know, the Sakarian spaceship that came onto the road and, and caused them to crash. Some people are saying that that may lead some sort of World War Hulk situation Hulk. because they're coming, a scout ship coming to Earth. It wasn't for her. They're saying it was for Bruce Banner. For, for they're Bruce looking Banner, out for him. And obviously that needs to, we need to find out what happens to that whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly so. so. They are, this also, they also tied up that thing with um, with Bruce and um, at the end of Shang-Chi. Remember when he was... Do you remember at the end of Shang-Chi where there's, there's the yeah. kind of end credit scene where his hand is in, still oh, in the sling? Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we know kind of like what happens to his arm and everything. So he's able to, so, you know, if you haven't seen it, you, you kind of get mm. to, you know, have that figured out. Also, uh. this Easter eggs in here. I'm not sure if you knew this, but you know, there's a bit after she, um, after she turns for the first time, she goes into her bar and yeah. she walks into the bar and if you have a look to the side there's a qr code on the wall oh is it you'll have to go back and watch this but there's a qr code on the wall if you click that qr code with your phone mm-hmm. it takes you to something and which i thought was a great little easter egg for fans i'm not gonna tell you what it is so you'll have to go and do it i need to do it now is it yes so ah. it's like you know it's, it's quite, and apparently i didn't know this moon knight had the same thing Mm. every episode apparently of She-Hulk is going to have a QR code I had no idea that they were doing this okay yeah interaction yeah interaction so there's things and um yeah so we'll see how it goes we've got six we've got five more episodes and obviously we're going to be seeing don't forget (laughs) oh by the way the ending that the Titania what the hell like about, like, about Captain America, you mean? Or? Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, by the way, Captain America. This whole thing about Captain America getting laid. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even a thing, was it, in, in the, kind of like the MCU, but now really, it's become yeah. like a big thing. Yeah, it's like it's her it's, thing. It's her thing to find out yeah. that Captain America, yeah, he did eventually get laid, <clears throat> you know, which is quite funny. And, um, yeah, but I mean that whole kind of like end end thing with uh, with Titania and the way that She Hulk deals with her. I thought that was quite funny. Oh um, yeah, okay. And obviously she's going to have a bigger role, right? The villain. Yeah, as the she villain. is. She's going to be one of the main villains, I think. But uh, you're right. She seemed kind of weak when she came into the courtroom. And it was so, funny. Uh, she was like, uh, yeah, she was exactly. Making that noise. It's like, very, it was very, so very comedy. This show is going to be very, very much comedy led. I think so. Yeah. I think if we keep having that comedy hat on, we we, we won't be disappointed. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, so go check it I out. So. That, that's yeah. She-Hulk, and that's airing every Wednesday, I think it is. That's when they'll yeah, be dropping so. kind yeah. of episodes. All right, so let's move on to this next one. Now, this is happening for me, Deval. This is happening for me tomorrow. Same, same tomorrow. And do you know what? I'm looking forward to it. Mm. I've been holding my expectations for House of the Dragon, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the Game of Thrones prequel. And do you know what? I am looking forward to this one. 
Uh, I've gotten to know a little bit more about the families, the houses, the Targaryens, the uh, what's the other one called again? The High Towers and mm. all the people that we we kind of heard whispers of. You know, sometimes you you'll watch Game of Thrones and you hear someone saying about this family, this Aegon, this Targaryen or whatever, and you think, oh, I wonder what they were like. We'll get to see yeah. a bit about that now. So this could and should be good. Yeah. yeah. Could and should be good. So Game of Thrones. I, 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 you know, one of the things I'm really, <laughs> it might sound silly, one of the things I'm really looking out for to see what it's like is the starting credits. I want to see if it's going to be anything like the original. Like the that's, original, man. That's oh, it, yeah. Ramin Jamin. Remember the music of Ramin Jamin? Yes, Ramin Jamin. <laughs> <laughs> Ramin Jamin and the music, because that's iconic, man. That, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the opening thing where, you know, the, the thing comes up and everything. So we'll see how this all goes. And this is, by the way, just remind everyone again who's listening, how many years is this set in the past? Uh, two, I want to say 200 or mm. 250 years or 200 years, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're going to get more, aren't we? This, is, this isn't the first spin-off. Uh, Yes, but I, I, I think some were shelved and, you know, so I don't know what's happening, to be honest. I can't really say for sure because there were mm. a whole like, a host of spin-offs and other shows linked to Game of Thrones, but you just don't know now. Things have changed, but at least we're getting this for now anyway. Yeah, exactly. We're getting this yeah. and this will be like a 10 episode thing. So uh, keep your eyes peeled on for yeah. that. All right. Okay. Let's move on to Anniversary Corner. So Deval, yeah, let's take us, take us through this one. So this is a movie from 15 years ago to 2007. The Invasion. Yes, yeah, so The Invasion. This one stars uh, Bond and Nicole Kidman. Uh, so this one is like a remake of the, uh, I guess you could say, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, that's the old school classic film from, is it the 50s even? The 50s. Then they did a yeah, remake. Yeah, 70s, 90s, I think. 70s, it, 90s Yeah, or with uh, Sutherland. What's his name? Yeah, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, where he goes... And that funny noise. Can you... Oh man, seriously. <laughs> if someone points creepy. at you like that in life, you someone run. goes like that in life. Yes, you run. You just say nope and you nope. run. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is Invasion. So it stars mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, uh, Daniel Craig. It stars Jeffrey Wright. So Je- you know, Daniel Craig and Jeffrey Wright, you know, mm. previously worked together. Yeah. Uh, and this one is, like I said, it's a good film, you know, it's a solid film. It's directed by Oliver surname I can't pronounce, uh, Hershim Beigel. Mm. Looks like I can pronounce it. Like so he can. Um, and he previously made films called Downfall. I think he's a German director. Uh, so lots of German films. But yeah, this one's clever. Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I think, is one of the most deadly ways mm. to invade another civilization. Another or whatever, I don't yeah. think down, coming down and waging war with bombs and stuff, that looks, you know, it's very Hollywood and it kind of think. You might think that's the worst way to do it, but no. If Which someone can way? infiltrate your society, I was just infiltrate about to your infiltrate. society and become yourself, look like you, act like you, and slowly take over your society. That is the most deadly. Look at what COVID done to us. Oh Silently uh, took over us and made our whole life, way of life change. Mm. So this invasion of the body statues is that great film, 2007. So that's what, 15 years? 15 years. 15 years ago it still does you know you can watch it today and be very well. happy holds up well but uh, this is a great a really clever film 
Yeah, you know, and yeah. just think about you know Marvel's Secret Invasion. I think it was with the Skrulls, yes. you know, trying to take over Earth by imitating them. I'm sure they, you know, they they lent on films like The Invasion for oh, those of sorts course. of ideas. And look, so, listen, uh, we're going to get into mm. we're going to get into kind of like you know the big movie review, but you know that whole idea of kind of it leans into ho- a bit horror though, doesn't it? It yes. in the sense that that yeah. is kind of like you know the worst nightmare that you could ever have. You're yeah. you're being watched. You're being infiltrated, almost yeah. like remember when we saw uh, They Live. Oh, mate, yeah, good it's film. Like, yeah, good it's film. like you know th- this kind of they're they're already among us and they're living with us and they're kind of like taking yeah. over. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's Invasion. Go check it out. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find it on streaming somewhere. But now, listen, let's move on to the main film. This is a movie that we've been sitting on for about a couple of weeks. We went out, and we watched it, and this is a movie where you got to watch on the big screen and everything. So. Um, you know, this is Jordan Peele. You know, this I what I found, Deval though, there's a lot of kind of hype behind like when Jordan Peele announces that he's gonna be making yeah. a movie, there's a lot of hype behind that. Yeah. And the reason why that is is because his movies they, they they've been impactful for kind of like a number of reasons. You know, there's 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 talk about race in his movie, and this movie talks about race as well, the undertones of race. And people have kind of and he's kind of introduced kind of like even like a subgenre where it's race, but it's also kind of like a, like horror as well at the same time, kind of like the psychological horror in Get Out, which he teamed up with Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, that was a great movie. That was mm-hmm. like, you know, a really, really kind of like scary on so many different levels. And it was talking about race on so many different levels. And then the next one after that was Us, wasn't it? Was it Us? Uh, us, yes, you're right. Yep. Yeah, again... Uh, our we I remember Deval and I we put up the trailer for us on our YouTube channel and we yeah. got we got hits yeah after hits after hits on hundreds that trailer. of thousands yeah and the comments were like amazing we I couldn't Crazy. keep up with the comments man yeah Crazy. so this guy this guy you know is you know uh, when this guy announces a film people listen up the hype for me was real I went into the movie thinking no nah, this is going to be great. And um, were you surprised about the whole kind of the genre bending, right? Where it's kind of like we've got sci-fi and it's set in a kind of weird little kind of like Western, almost like has this Western feel to it. And, you know, there's some Mm. really iconic shots, you know, of cowboy imagery, which I kind of note, which I thought about the movie. And again, Jordan Peele playing around with what we think of as kind of, oh, that type of a person or that type of a race doing that type of a role. I just thought it was brilliant. I thought he's kind of like, he's kind of like, you know, switched roles around and it had like a real huge impact for me. But listen, we'll get into that whole kind of, you know, the undertones of the whole thing. But listen, let's break down a, let's do a synopsis for the people listening. Uh, Deval, yeah. So how would you kind of like, you know, break this thing down? Because there's a lot of stuff going on there, man. Yeah, a bit of a synopsis, I'll say. It's, it's set out in California, I believe. Uh, and it's a family uh, have a ranch. Uh, family is uh, Daniel Kalea, Kiki Palmer's characters. Uh, their father uh, used to be the owner of the ranch. Uh, he's David. passed away. Uh, yeah, Keith David from like, the film you mentioned, actually. They, they live. They, they live. Uh, and their ranch, they provide horses for the Hollywood you know, film industry. You know, So they're horse, wranglers, whatever you want to call them. They've got a ranch, family business, and uh, they're doing their thing. Uh, that's the main sort of, I guess, thing that we're introduced to. 
Uh, and there have been some, you know, I don't know, suspicious activities in the past few months because uh, Keith David's character, uh, you know, died really mysteriously, just mm. really mysteriously. And since then, six months ago, um, Daniel Kalia's character, you know, it hasn't, it's just changed him. He can't really focus at work. He keeps thinking how that happened, what happened. And I think since then, he's just sensed presence around the ranch, which has made things, you know, quite unsettling. So that's really the main, because they're the main characters, those two. And that's other it. people are introduced into it. We've got Stephen Young's character, who was a child actor, mm. was in a sitcom when he was younger. Uh, and he's around, he's around the area too. He, he has his own ranch where he has like an attraction. Um, and then you have a, like a, uh, a, a technician guy who works in an electrical store who's introduced to the to the uh, the characters. He is someone that believes and yeah, somebody that uh, yeah he wants to believe. He's sort of sort of guy that you think would watch the X Files and watch every episode. He wants to believe and he's he uses his technical prowess to to support the 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 I guess the belief. Yeah, so yeah, that's a bit of a synopsis, I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 No, it's no, it's a good one. It's good. And then obviously when we're on this ranch, there's this crazy, cra- crazy shit starts to happen. And then, yeah. um, so Daniel Kluya's character, he kind of realizes that there's something up in the sky. Yeah. And yeah. for him and his, and his, uh, and his sister, they see an opportunity. They're like, okay, here's the thing. We know that there's something up in the sky. It's, mm. it's aliens or whatever it is. Let's try and get, like the money shot. Let's get try. Let's try and get famous mm. from this kind of yeah. this whole event thing, and then they bring in kind of like a film director in and everything. And there's this whole kind of whole thing going on. Mm. But and that's you know, something for- actually that like Jordan Peele he actually mentioned as part of the the messaging behind this because everyone's trying to capitalize on something, and that's the culture I think that we have in this day and age. Whatever it is, whether it's social media, whether it's your assets, look at look at OnlyFans or. Whatever it is, people are trying to capitalize on something. You've got Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kalia. It's mostly Kiki Palmer, actually. She's the one that said, yeah, let's capitalize on this. Yeah. Daniel Kalia is just a bit, he's a bit devoid. He just wants to know what's going on. But I don't think he really wanted to capitalize. But he guess he, he, he bought her, he bought into her idea. You've got Stephen Young's character, who was a child actor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention now, early on, that there was an incident on one of his, oh, his films man. where the man. chimpanzee goes crazy and attacks the cast, bloody, you know, mauls them, which actually does happen. I've seen documentaries of people that have been attacked by chimpanzees. They are ferocious. Vicious. Both uh, situations are about trying to, you know, capitalize on a situation. Stephen Young's, Mm. his attraction park, theme park, he capitalizes on his past and what people know of that situation. He charges people to see memorabilia, you know, so everyone's capitalizing on something. And I think uh, Jordan Peele says that it's about people trying to, especially to Stephen Young, trying to tame something that is, you, you can't tame a beast. You can't, you tame, can't tame a lion. You can't, a chimpanzee, you can't truly tame. And I think what, uh, what Kiki Palmer's trying to do, in a sense, is to try and capitalize in, and, and, you know, on the situation. And he's, and he's trying to even tame the UFO as well with Stephen mm. Young. So there's all these little messages that I think Jordan Peele is trying to put across it's great. underneath a scientific spectacle. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. And, um, like, you know, and you kind of, you kind of like, you kind of get that. There's a bit in the, at the beginning of the movie where, um, mm. you know, they're on a film set with, um, OJ, he's Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, 
goes, oh, what's your name again? He goes, OJ. He goes, yeah. his name's OJ. Yeah. And the guy turns around and goes, what is his name's OJ? He's a, like, you know, and I think, he, I can't remember if he says he's a, yeah. yeah, exactly. And like the implication of OJ Simpson is mm-hmm. like, it's there and everything. And it's yeah. just like, I just thought, yeah. you know, it's just so subtle, like, but, but, powerful. Subtle, yeah. but powerful that it's all there. All right. Here's the thing. I want to just speak to you about Daniel Kluge's acting. Have you, yeah. did you notice Divaldo? Did you notice that Daniel Kluge, he does this thing where he doesn't look at people when he's acting or, or when he's kind of like, inter- I'm, I'm not sure if he picks up. I've noticed this in, yeah. um, he was, do- he did this thing in, uh, what was that movie? Sicario. Judas- he did it in Sicario. He was doing it in Judas and the Black Messiah. That mm-hmm. when he's acting, it's almost like as if he's, he's, he's looking at you, but then he's also looks to the side of you. Mm. And I'm telling you, man, he is so commanding. And in this movie, there's so many standout moments where I'm like, this guy's, this guy's game has mm. gone from there to basically up there, man. This guy mm. is pushing boundaries. And I, I just kind of found like what he was doing in the scene with his eyes it it reminded me of Forrest Whitaker. Like, honestly, okay, the way okay, he was okay. walking, like early Forrest Whitaker, um, mm. you know, um, you know, he was, he was doing this thing, even with the way he was walking and like, he's, mm. he's become a big guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was quite even weighty for this film. He seems yeah. to be a bit more weighty. And I think that added to the character. Big time, big time. There's, there's like, you know, so many iconic bits in there. But mm. listen, the whole thing about Jordan Peele doing sci-fi and about doing like, you know, aliens. I mean, I mean, I mean, what, I mean, what is he trying to say with the kind of the aliens in the sky? Like, yeah, I think he's putting, I think there's also a message in that, that yeah. what we think of aliens in the sky or what we think how they should be or could be, we have to just not think that way sometimes because they may not mm. be little green men. The, the what's in the sky could be the alien itself, which in this film is the case, you know, spoilers, but in this film, like what you see, what you, what, what, what's flying around here, like how we have birds, you know, for another species of creature looking up at the sky and seeing the bird, they might think, oh, that's a spaceship with something inside. No, but we know it's a bird. They, not, they might not know that. So this alien itself, this whatever it was, which was a feeding, it was almost like a, Again, spoilers, this creature was feeding on, you know, on humans. It yeah. fed. And how long has it been there? When, where did it come from? These are the questions we do not know answers to. Which, I know. you know, for some great, fi- great sci-fi films, it's good. We don't always get the answers we want. Yeah, yeah. You don't, we don't know. We don't know what they're doing, uh, you know, obviously apart from the fact that they're feeding, but like, you know, why mm. they came there and everything and... Mm. You know, it's just, it was, it's just like really interesting. Now, here's the thing, you know, the bit with Stephen Yun's character, Devaldo? Yeah. With that whole kind of, uh, the opening thing with the, you know, with the chimpanzee, which is quite, mm. that's quite horrific. Like this horror yeah. in that. Yeah. What, what, what do you think he was trying to say? Like, you know, Jordan, like, you know, what, Jordan Peele, what do you think his whole kind of thing was that? I, I get what you're saying about, you can't, you know, there's this wildness in out there yeah. and you, you can't seem to kind of like tackle it. But I was just like, it was, it was just so, for me, it was just that really shocking scene. And that's what happens in life. Sometimes you can be in a situation where you think you're in control. Something looks nice, feels nice, but the true nature of something is going to be the true nature of that, mm-hmm. of what it is. And that's something you cannot change. 
And I think that's the message he was trying to put across in him trying to, obviously, as a, as a, as a child working in an environment with an animal that should be in the wild. You know, this thing was cl- clothed and could sign language and all sorts. But at the end of the but day, anything could, exactly, anything can switch and it could be an animal again. And then with the, with the UFO that he was trying to use as part of his attraction, you know, he thought he could tame it to just want to go and get the horse or something. No, this thing Switched. came for everyone. <laughs> and you know you can't tame whatever it was. <laughs> so Trust that's me, the message. I, f- I think that is the message that he was trying to put across in just yeah. such a random, unexpected way. You know, these yeah. things happen. It's mad. Listen, it's definitely a film that you should go out and watch. Yeah. Like, you did, know, I, even... I'll ask you that. Did you like it? Did you like... You know... Because I've, um... I've asked this question to a few people that have seen it and it's, it's split the room. Some people are saying... No, like I know, I totally. I'm. Yeah. I, I, I'm on the side of you know what I. It's easy to see the kind of the alien thing and be like, oh, that's just a joke. It's just a laughy thing, like mm. you know the way it kind of transforms and everything like that, right? But I was looking at it more of kind of like what are the messages behind what okay. is this thing? Okay. You know, so for okay. me, okay. I was looking at it kind of like that. You know, what is this movie trying to say about okay. us as human beings? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, and yeah. for me, I thought that was powerful. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I, but you know, one thing that I did want to see though, you know, the, we haven't even spoken about this. Why is it called Nope? And, um, I can answer that question right there, right here now. <laughs> Go, it's, do I it. I think it's a black thing. <laughs> so It's funny. a black thing. Jordan Peele, writer, director. And I, I think there's no, I mean, the ranch having Daniel Clear and Kiki Palmer. I know for me, there was a part in the film where he thought he saw aliens in the barn. And he was like, nope, that's the, that's the, that's the most visceral like reaction exactly. that I would have. That's the same words I would say as I run away. I like most, in most films, most like films, you see white people and they go something happens and they're like, danger. ooh, what's going on there? Let me go and investigate. And they go closer to it. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Most horror films, if it was just black people, it would last five minutes because we're saying nope and we're running. Exactly. Film, like, film the- over. <laughs> it was so funny. There's that scene where exactly what you mentioned. There's another scene where he's in the car. He's just about to get out yeah. of the car, right? And yeah. then something happens, and he's like, "Nope." It's, and yeah. it's just the way he drops it. Yeah. It's just the yeah. way they just drop the word "nope." It's just yeah. unbelievable. But you're right, man. And it's another thing. What Jordan Peele is trying to say is just like, you, when you see something like that, well, you you're not going to go into it. Realistically Mm-mm. speaking, humans, yeah. man, we. We don't have a backbone when it comes to those things. You're not going to go into the bloody Mm-mm. burning fire and Mm-mm. like, you know, Mm-mm. it's a nope situation and we get that exactly. all the time. Exactly. So yeah, I definitely think that's, that's the reason, uh, you know, why he called it that. All the names of his films, I think they kind of, they translate, not just in a written sense, but in an emotional sense as well. You know, get out, you know, us, that's got mm. lots of connotations there and nope. Yes, that is rich, literally what you should say and do. <laughs> in, <laughs> in, a, in a lot of situations. Exactly. Not, not just when it's an alien. It's just kind of like in a lot of situations, you should yeah. be like, nope, I'm not yeah, going to do that. So exactly. listen, uh, for me, it's a yup. It's a, like, honestly, it's, it's <laughs> like for me, I reckon you should go out and watch it. Um, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's worth a watch. I, I do think yeah. in his trilogy of movies, I would personally place it as the third. As the third one, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I think I think I did like Us better. But yeah, yeah, I think I, Get Out for me is there. Then get, us. Get I think there's, there. there's a bit of a decline yeah. going. So I think the next film is going to really, you know, show what's going on really with Jordan Peele. 
Mm. I wonder uh, yeah. if he tackles. I wonder, like, if he's gonna, like, you know, do like because this is like, you know, it, the the conversations about race and everything. They're there. Mm. The undertones. Mm. You got to read mm. into them the whole thing. But he hasn't kind of tackled them like straight on. But um, you know, maybe he does goes back to comedy, doing a comedy or something. Mm. Who knows? Because we haven't seen a film, co- you know, a comedy yeah. film from him, right? But someone told me the other day that he wrote and or he directed a film about a cat. Oh. And it was him and uh, Key and Peele. They did it together, a, a movie about a cat, a, a real movie. Uh, and it was comedy. Uh, but yeah, I've not seen it. Uh, oh, I mean, <laughs> Two years ago. Then. Yeah. There you go. All right, look, folks, that is the movie yep. of the week. Go check it out. If you do see it, let us know. Was it a yup or was it a nope for you? Uh, keep in touch with us on um, social media. We're there. Find us. Watch this episode if you want. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Yep. Peace out. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.